Anthony, how are you doing? I'm infirm. Yikes. Yeah. Yes, people are probably thinking this is a bit, but I am... I'm with disease. Which disease? Well, one of the grossest diseases you can have, simply because of the name. I have hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh my god. I hear that's really contagious. How did you catch that? Well, here's the situation. This has not been confirmed by a doctor. Okay. But let me lay out the evidence for you. Okay. You, me, Genevieve, me, my Davis, yes, did have confirmed by a doctor hand, foot, and mouth disease. It was, uh, yes, Com- confirmed by a physician's assistant. Yes, physician's assistant. We instituted a strict no kissing policy. No kissing. Because I did not want to get sick. You did not want to get me sick. I did not. Last week. Yes. You said you were over the sickness. Yes. And we kissed. It's true. Now, <laughs> I find myself with a perturbed throat. Oh, what now? A perturbed throat. Oh. I've got a perturbed. sore throat. Oh. So the evidence would point to that you infected me with the hand, foot, and mouth disease. Yeah. My, uh, the doctor did say that it was extremely contagious. She wanted me to not be near people for two weeks. I just waited till the sores inside my mouth cleared. And actually, at first, she said that I was there, and she said, you you might just have to put her down. <laughs> I said, no, I won't do that. I'll, there's, I'll pay any expense to keep her. Yeah, so everyone, you're not at risk for hand, foot, and mouth, um, unless you work with children, because that's how I caught it. Or if you kiss me. Oh, yeah. Don't kiss them right now. Because you will get hand, foot, and mouth disease. Yeah. It's just, it's not that bad, but the name is so bad. The name is really, The name is really really gross. And I didn't get it as bad. Like, if you Google it, uh, there's nasty pictures. My throat looked exactly like the pictures looked, but I didn't get any of the sores on my hands, and I only had, like, one sore on my foot, so it was fine. Yeah, I don't have any sores on my hands or feet yet. Yeah. I haven't looked at my throat. But well, I tried to look in your throat, but your tongue is like too big. Like now I know why they have tongue depressors. Yeah. It's for people like they, you. They just the doctor just says to the tongue, you'll never amount to anything. Oh my god. You you wasted 4 years of your life in college. Oh my god. Tongue depressor, folks. That's from our new stand-up act. It's called The Funny Bone. No, it's called The Laughter is the Best Medicine. It's all medicine jokes. I kind of liked Funny Bone better. What if it's laughter is the best medicine, colon, Anthony Brousseau tickles your funny bone? Oh, no. I like it. Yeah, I'm in talks with Netflix for a four-hour special. Hey, they'll literally give anything to anyone because they're spending all of their money on this garbage material that we don't actually want to watch. Here's all of our original programming. We spent $100 billion on it, and one of it is Will Smith in the Orc movie. Right, which is a sponsor of the podcast, so actually I take it back. It's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> this week sponsored by Bright, starring Will Smith and an orc. Do you know anyone who's been like, yeah, I love that Netflix original movie? You know, I don't. I don't actually know a single person who even watched it, so. I, ju- I just literally mean a Netflix original movie. Oh, any movie. Netflix movie. Um, I feel, like I, I feel like I've watched a good one. Uh, which one? can't remember now, but I feel like I did watch one and I was like, oh, it's pretty good. I've probably watched hundreds of Lifetime original movies. Yeah. Let's be real. Thousands. Millions. 
<laughs> some of them multiple times. At least ten. Like the movie She's Too Young, I've probably watched conservatively thirty times. Wow, that's a lot of times. It's a good There's movie. There's not a lot of movies in my life that I've watched 30 times, let alone crappy Lifetime movies. Uh, She's Too Young is like a classic. It's about the syphilis outbreak. Okay. And it's a girl, she gets a sore in her mouth, bringing this back to hand, foot, and mouth. She didn't have hand, foot, and mouth. She had syphilis. Right. Yeah, that's a lot different disease. I want to be clear to everyone that I don't have yeah. syphilis. Hand, foot, and mouth is a virus, so you just have to wait it out. Syphilis can be uh, treated with antibiotics. Yeah, I, I was talking to my sister about how I have hand, foot, and mouth disease. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you need to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, literally, I don't because I know I have it, and they can't do anything about it. No. If you're uh, – when I went to Minute Clinic, shout out to Target for hosting a Minute Clinic – like I have time to make an appointment with a regular doctor um, she said that like your throat can get so sore the biggest concern is that you're going to get dehydrated because you're so, your throat is so sore that you don't want to swallow liquids so she sub- uh, subscribed no prescribed me throat numbing spray but I was like my throat doesn't hurt that much I think you can get that over the counter too you, you can probably I'm mm. not going to act like I know well, this has been our medical podcast. It's called... Thanks for tuning in. Laughter is the best medicine. Anthony. Colon, Anthony, and Genevieve <laughs> oh, took your funny bone. Oh. Let's get to the relationship advice. Oh, hey, everybody. This is Stop This Podcast. I want to get off. I want to get off. Well, what's that? <laughs> Something new I'm trying. I liked it. <laughs> uh, this is Stop This Podcast. I want to get off. It's a relationship advice podcast. From the two people least qualified to give such advice, my name is Anthony, and I am the world's most infirm acrobat. It's really inaccurate. I'm Genevieve. And that's it, folks. Now let's get to the advice. This is our first episode post our guest episode, which, yes. let me just say, got a lot of feedback on that. We did get a lot of feedback. Yeah. All positive, would you say? or No. No, not quite. <laughs> Listen, I, well, there's kinks to work out in the formula. No, my friends mostly just didn't like Connell. <laughs> wow, freaking dragging Connell on the podcast. Like he's going to listen. That's a really good point. Well, Connell, this is your punishment for not listening. <laughs> Let's get to the advice. Uh, our first question is a viewer, listener question. Oh, my. We haven't had one of these oh in a while. Oh, my God. What's the email so people can know to email us? The email is getoffpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, wow, wow. You can email your advice questions, uh, specifically relationship advice, but if you want any kind of help, we can try and sort that out. Let's get to the question. Okay. Uh, this comes from uh, listener Matt. I am currently listening to your podcast at work. <gasps> right now, as we're recording it? I would like to say what a big fan I am of both the podcast... And pancakes with cheese on them. Holy crap. Even with syrup. I do want to point out that we've gotten like maybe five viewer emails at this point. <laughs> Literally four of them were like, Genevieve's a monster for eating pancakes oh, with cheese. Oh, but not from One Matt. of them oh is saying it's okay. Oh my god. I guess my question is, I am married to a wonderful person named Tori, and we have our first year anniversary coming <gasps> up in six months. Holy crap. Well, so that's not, kind of so far. not really coming Okay, up. that's, that's like pretty far. That's not me editorializing. He said in the email, so not really coming oh, up. Oh, Okay. And oh, okay. I was wondering if we should go for the traditional gift of paper or go for the modern one of a clock. Keep up, keep up the good work. Hope to meet you guys one day. Very unlikely. We're very famous and very busy, but thanks for the email. 
Uh, paper or clock for the anniversary? I love that there is, like, now, like, two different traditions or schools of thought in this. What are some examples of paper gifts you would give for your one-year wedding anniversary? I don't know. I've only really heard of, like, stationery. Like a journal. A printer. That was the joke. Oh, I get it. A printer. Yeah. Like, paper. I was trying to think of a... I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Oh my um, because God. I was trying to think of a joke of like, hey, what about rolling papers for oh, weed? No. That's kind of funny. Subscription to a newspaper, oh. a magazine, oh, yeah. planting a tree. No, that's probably no, for that's, like wood. That's also rude. Why? Because it's like, hey, tree, guess what we're going to do with the you? The trees do not know what we are saying to them. <gasps> if these trees could talk. <laughs> They'd be like, you guys suck. If the Lorax heard what you just said, that these trees don't have a voice, he would be pissed. Did the trees talk in that? No, but he is a Lorax and he speaks for the trees. Oh, I didn't see it. I'm talking about the film starring Zac Efron and Taylor Swift. I didn't see it or read the book. I thought it was a great improvement on the, frankly, garbage Dr. Seuss book. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't send me any angry emails. Um, Do it. I haven't read the book in a long time. A clock is funny, but boring. What if it's a clock, but it's counting down? To what? That's the trick. Oh. Oh, don't get that. that. That would... I would feel dread every time I looked at that. Yeah, it's like kind of like the um, what, the nuclear clock. Yeah. Or I the doomsday even, clock. I don't even want to know what that's on. It's on like two right I now. I think it broke. Something. It's probably like, it's happening. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the last podcast ever recorded. Even a broken doomsday clock is right twice a day. Okay. Okay. Um. So what do you think? Books. A journal. Books, yeah. Okay. But you th- do you think paper or clock? I think of paper. I guess it depends. Are you guys a, a traditional couple or a more modern couple? Because... I like to think... Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I do think you can mi- mix and match between those like lists of things. What about a clock made of paper? Oh, my God. A paper clock. That's it. The end. Next. All right. Thanks so much for supporting the eating of cheese pancakes with syrup. It is very tasty. I'm so glad we found someone else who agrees. It's disgusting in the podcast. The podcast? Hey, it's just us two frogs, and this is our podcast. Oh ribbit, my ribbit. God. This is a dumb show. Um, let's go to the next question. This comes to us from user Young Slaughter Gang. No. From the Dating Advice subreddit. Uh, and they ask Need help? Dear Dating Advice Redditors. So there is this girl I talked to, and this other day we were talking about something, and then out of nowhere she sends me a meme of a team I go for. She doesn't even go for this team, and she didn't send it to anyone else. What does this mean? Clearly from, like, Canada or some crap. Or British, maybe. Oh, oh yeah, go for Across the pond. Go for Um, It means nothing. But she doesn't even go for the team. She knows that he likes it, so she sent it to him. Would That's you send true. me Sims memes? I would send you a Sims meme. Do you like The Sims? I don't. No, I don't like The See? Sims. See? But I. That's different because we're dating. Oh, yeah. We've been dating for almost <laughs> a decade. Don't you remember that? I hope so. That's like the this concept. This is. They're not dating, and like, she didn't send it to anyone else. And I assume he probably has other friends that go for this team. Like, I have other friends who like the Minnesota Vikings. 
Like, you would send me a Vikings meme, but, again, we've been dating for oh, a decade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. If this girl isn't into this team and, and presumably not into sports, not because she's a girl, but because she's not into the team, you know? I, I think memes are so... They're just, like, everywhere. And, like, you... We consume so many memes a day. When you find one that you can share with someone, you're going to share it. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I hey, don't... I think he's looking too much into it. Probably. He probably really likes her, so he's trying to yeah. make it up. I mean, it means that it she knows what his interests are, at least. That's true. She's been paying attention. Yeah, or maybe so he's like, just, like, really obnoxious about how much he likes this team. Then she probably wouldn't send it to him if he was, like, obnoxious about it, because she wouldn't even want to engage that subject. Good point. Him. Hey, listen to this. Okay. Has there been an episode of the Netflix original program, Black Mirror, where people only talk and communicate in memes? Sick idea. I think it's a very good idea. I don't know why you did a sarcastic <laughs> comment like that. Um, I, don't, I don't think so. I actually didn't finish the last episode of the most recent season. Um, was it a, the, a much, the amount that you watched of it, was it indicating that it would be about everybody talking in memes? No, it okay. was so probably it, it was hard to tell because it was like she goes to this museum and it's like all this like broken down technology and this like guy is there and he's like telling her all the horror stories about the technology and I was like is this an anthology episode within your anthology series? Are you sure you weren't watching Ben Stiller and Night at the Museum? <laughs> That's very Black Mirror-esque that film. Oh god. Um no, I think it'd be really hard, honestly, to... I'm sure that idea has gone around the writer's room of Black Mirror, but it's Absolutely. probably really hard to execute. People only communicating And if there's memes. one thing that Black Mirror is not good at, <laughs> it's execution. <laughs> yeah, also, I don't the know if memes, we've talked about this on the, the memes they would before. choose by the time they shot the episode would be so be outdated. Kids would be like, well, I've never even seen these memes. Yeah. And I don't... all like me, So many memes are just like visual, like... You can't act out a SpongeBob caveman meme. You can't act out a SpongeBob caveman meme. <laughs> See, that wasn't the caveman though. Oh, you're right. That's the other meme. <laughs> Shoot, the caveman meme is so good. I yeah, just it's just it I know, but like. Um, so yeah, I think you're probably just reading into it too much. Although you could be like, "What's with the meme?" Huh? What's with the meme? Don't confront her on Not it. Not confronting, but just like, oh, funny meme. Oh, I'm sure they engage in some, like, cute banter. I don't know. I I don't want to shoot him down. But I think, like, he shouldn't look too much into it. Good point. Let's move on to the next question. This comes to us from user Jackknife from the Dating Advice subreddit, uh, who asks, Who have you dated that really reminds you of a character in a TV show or movie? Oh, my God. So badly, I wanted to date Seth Cohen from the OC. You did. So badly. He was so nerdy. He liked movies. He liked music. He liked comic books. I don't think you're that much like Seth Cohen. Yeah, like the first one you said was nerdy and not more of a jock type. So <laughs> That's not true. Kind of more of a cool kind of guy kind of, a, I just kind wanted... of a mix between a jock and a bad boy really yeah that's kind of what i am what was like i'm riding on my motorcycle and someone tosses me a football and then i i say hey you want to get sigs later or something cool yeah it's pretty cool 
What did, who did you want to date? Well, that's not what the question was. But who did, who was your like dream date? On the TV or movie? Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lohan in the film Freaky Friday. Yeah? Yeah, I had a big crush on her because I thought she was very cute and she was a cool edgy punk girl. Wow. That's so funny. I'm not edgy. No, not really. I'm pretty mainstream. As we've discussed previously, I think in the last episode, very basic. But oh, yeah, we proud did talk about of it. Last episode. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But let's not rehash that that old argument. <laughs> um So but who do I remind you most of? Is is the question. Uh who do you remind of a TV me show most or movie of? character? Like maybe I'm trying to think of cool movies. I know, characters. I could tell you where. Captain America. <laughs> no. Uh Oh, there was that time you were frozen uh after World War Two. I did get frozen after World War Two, okay. that's right, yeah. Rough time for me. Yeah. You remind me of This is how you remind me of what I really am. A little bit of nickelback or <laughs> yes. just throwing it back to nickelback. I just wanted to sing. That's fine. I have the singing microphone, but no. um, I think everybody just turned off the podcast because you started singing Nickelback. <laughs> Sorry. But, Welcome back, everybody. Jeez, uh, I don't even know. This is a tough one. You didn't have an answer like in your mind already? You pick the questions. Yeah, but I, it's not funny if I already know what I'm going to say. I don't write a script for myself. Oh, gee whiz. I honestly I can't think of a single uh, one. You know you're, what? Because you're so singular. You're just you're like so Ricky Ricardo, always trying. <laughs> Stop me from going on TV. That is true. I, that is true. I have my so TV show. Frustrating. And you're always trying to go on it, and I'm always saying, "Mercy, you can do on my TV show." What's that horrible? Is that a really good Ricky Ricardo? No. Mercy. Why does he sound like that? that's what he sounds like. Mercy, you can't be on my TV show. Oh, my God. Aww. Is that Ray Romano? No, it's Lucille Ball. Barbara. Ugh. Who, you, who... You remind me of Ray, Ray Romano. <laughs> that's so rude. That's so rude. I've never watched a show, but I know that's rude. Really mean. Somebody in the comments says... I'm not sure if this counts, but my boyfriend constantly tells me I remind him of Elaine from Seinfeld. My God, that's like my roommate, Martha. She's just like Elaine. Except a nice person. She's very person. similar to Elaine. Yeah, that's the thing. is like If your boyfriend compares you to a character from Seinfeld... Gotta be careful. It means you're very bad. There's not a good people... There's no good people on Seinfeld. Uh, Except Putty. Putty. Putty is the one pure soul Putty's on very Seinfeld. Pure. <laughs> very pure and beautiful. <laughs> So good. Welcome to our Seinfeld fan cast. Oh, I wish. There's probably 7,000. It's called... The Puffy Podcast. Rochelle, Not Rochelle. Rochelle. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the next question. Not as rich a vein as... No, I no. It's hard. I guess uh, I couldn't really think of anyone. You're probably like Charlie Brown, right? No. What? I don't like know. Charlie Brown? He's sad all the time and everyone hates him. What the <laughs> heck? Why would you say that about me? Might as well call me Eeyore. 
God. You're like Charlie Brown, she says. Oh, my God. You're a punching bag for all your friends. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. It's actually not very accurate. I take it back, everybody. Thank you. You can, you can delete that from the podcast. I've always considered myself more of a Linus type. can edit that out. The, the strong, silent type. <laughs> like pig pen. <laughs> Dirty! <laughs> You're like the World War One flying ace. <laughs> That's fair. You're like the um. You're like the adults on Peanuts because when you talk, <laughs> I just hear, wah, 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 wah. Honestly. Am I right, fellas? Ugh. <laughs> okay. Next question. This comes from user Hot Souse, uh, spelled with a W. Uh. From the relationship subreddit. Me, twenty-year-old male with my girlfriend, nineteen-year-old female of two months. I am unsure of whether or not to wait until she is done with her vacation. To break up with her. <laughs> I met my girlfriend at university and we have been dating for about two months. We both finished school about two weeks ago and my girlfriend is currently away on vacation for five more days. We currently live about three hours apart and have not seen each other since school ended. And in that time, I have come to the conclusion that we are not right for each other and that we should break up. Am I doing the right thing by waiting for her to finish her vacation to have this discussion with her? It will have to be over the phone because we do not currently live close to each other. Yes, keep going with your gut. He's just like, oh, I just wish I could break up with her right now. Don't break up with her while she's on vacation. Do not break up with her. That's so rude. And I'm wondering if because they are like, they've been apart for a while, um, maybe he's just uh, like, oh, I, maybe I don't like her that much. And he's having doubts. But then like once she comes back, maybe he'll be like, oh, actually, I do really like her. It's no, just, he said they live like five hours away from each other. Three hours, but like... Oh. Well, but yeah, but maybe he, he's just. What are you saying? I don't see any problem with him breaking up with her after her vacation. I don't see any problem with it either. Oh. I'm just saying that could be a factor. In... Yeah, probably, but whatever. <laughs> this is a good advice podcast. <laughs> but he should definitely wait until the end of the day. Can you imagine like this... getting a phone call? Hello, I'm on the beach. Hey, I was just thinking, like, a lot, and actually, we're not right for each other. Have a good rest of your vacation. Yes. And then, like, she's on the beach, so her reception is spotty. What? And so she's like, I can't hear you. And he's like, what he really says is, like, um, like, I, I think we should break up. I think we should get broken up, Mary. His girlfriend's name is Mary. Okay. But then because of the reception, what she hears is, I think we should get married. And she's like, are you proposing to me on the phone while I'm on vacation? Wow. Then what does he do? Oh, my gosh. That's a comedy of errors. <laughs> Truthfully. One error, specifically. Oh, brother. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Hey, has anybody ever done this a... tagline for a movie? Of it's a scary movie, but it's a f it's like a horror comedy? Yeah. A comedy of terrors. Probably. Shoot. But that's pretty funny. Pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like it's definitely been done, but... Well, I'll Google it later and I'll let you know. I'm not familiar with every movie made. Why do I keep you around then? I don't know. That's, I thought you were from... I thought you were a human IMDB. H-I-M-D-B. Human IMDB. Humed. Humed. Him, him DB. What am I trying to say? Him, I don't know. Him... Him DB. That's all it is. Him H I M D B. Him DB. Him DB. Him DB. Him DB. That's what I was trying to say. We got there, a everybody. 
I don't want to sing it on the singing microphone. Well, we really solved that quandary. It had, it did have an obvious answer. It did have an obvious answer. There's that no one listening who's like, no, break up with her now. Ruin her vacation. That's true. That's a very good point. Next question. Maybe Ashley. This comes to us from user no pride insomniac 95 who asks, it's from the Ask Men subreddit. Ew. And this user asks, how's your dating life going right now? Oh. So I thought this we could just check in. Oh. Less of an advice thing and just, you know. <laughs> check in with just us? Just kind of check in, see how things are going. Oh, okay. See if, you know. So how's your dating life going? Uh, good. Okay, cool. Any complaints or um, any, anything you'd... No, not really. Good. Just chill. Okay. Been just chilling. Been having a lot of fun, like, walking outside lately. Oh, yeah. Yeah been really into that like walking we like walked to some breweries the other weekend oh, yeah, that, that was, was really fun it was a good time um on memorial day we hung out that was oh, really fun really it was time. just a chill it was hang degrees. it was unbelievable yeah yeah so yeah just been how's that's your good. dating life going yeah that's not good no i'm kidding <laughs> it's great i'm loving it um you you did recently give me a disease oh, it's a virus a virus yeah well, it has disease in the name, so I can call it a disease. I know. It's misleading. What's the difference between a disease and a virus? I don't know. Um, well, isn't disease like there's a cure for it? I don't know. A, vi- a virus is like you can't treat it. It just has to work its way through your system. An infection can be cured. I don't know. Disease sounds so serious, and like it's really like not a, that serious. I thought disease was like a catch-all term for like it viruses might, and infections. It might be, but it just makes it sound really serious. When this is like this is one of those childhood illnesses that people get. Like it's similar to chickenpox. Yes. Um, but we got it as adults. Yeah. Well, because we didn't get it as kids. Luckily, it's not as bad as when you get like chickenpox as an adult. Shingles. You get shingles. Yeah. yeah. Shingles is bad. Yes, shingles <laughs> is bad. And there was nothing we edited out of that part of the podcast. Thumbs up. But anyways, yeah, besides the whole disease thing, my dating life is going good. Cool. What are you into right now? Like, what do you guys like to do? Uh, You know, uh, mostly walking outside. Nice. Uh, going to breweries. <laughs> Very northeast. Very northeast stuff to do. I do live in northeast. Don't hunt me down and stalk me. Please don't mark David Chapman me because you love my podcast so much. <laughs> or that guy who shot don't try Nixon to, for Jody Foster. Don't try to or Reagan, shoot, I mean. Yeah. Don't try to shoot somebody on my behalf. I won't be in love with this you. This is for Anthony Broussard. <laughs> and they're like, Ronald Reagan died already. <laughs> You shot into the ground. You shot at Ronald Reagan's grave. Cool. To try I, and impress cool, Anthony. I guess. Honestly, And you know what's though, wild? It worked. It Anthony definitely worked. Impressed. It's kind of cool. She actually thinks you're cool as heck. That's a dope. Nice. <laughs> I apologize to the estate of Ronald Reagan. Psych. <laughs> I would like to go to his presidential library I'd oh like yeah we were gonna to do that when we went them. to california and then we didn't what do you think is the nearest one the nearest one to us yeah i don't know it's somewhere in the midwest somewhere, i know obviously i know obama's is gonna go in chicago yeah it's not built yet 
Where's Where's old Jimmy Carter from? <sighs> I don't know. Where's that peanut farm that he sold? Is he, is he Midwestern? He seems Midwestern. Yeah. He's out there building houses. He's like two feet tall. Yeah. Does every single president have a library? Mm-hmm. From, uh, since Washington? I don't know about that. Oh. But I know it's like... Now they do. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Both the Bushes are in Texas, obviously. All right, yeah. Clinton's is probably in Arkansas. Yeah, I would assume so. Because isn't it usually like in their hometown? Yeah. Or like near their hometown? Well, uh, who's the one from Nebraska? Is that Ford? I don't know. Who was the one who became president after LBJ? I believe Gerald Ford. He's from Omaha. Oh, wow. But I don't think his presidential library is there. Oh. Bummer. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to let everyone know once I look it up. Okay. I'm not looking we'll up during the... We'll post it on the social media. I'd like to go because you like learn about the president and then yeah. typically they have like a replica of the Oval Office oh, cool. as it was when they were there, yeah. which I think is really cool. And the Ronald Reagan one they used to like film stuff in because... Because uh, it's so close to LA. Yeah, That's cool. so... That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you decorate the Oval Office if you were president? Just like a bunch of pictures of like this like a serious answer just like a bunch of pictures of national parks gotta put some Mount Rushmore up there because that's hysterical obviously like a big picture of how far they've gotten on Crazy Horse (laughs) okay that updated every time something visible has happened on it so once every 10 years you know what like a live feed of Crazy Horse a live feed of Crazy Horse that's great yeah um I would have a probably burn everything sorry to get political no, I wouldn't burn everything because I don't want to burn everything. But I get it. Just you know, that's fun. That's been used. Yeah, I get by it by someone. I get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would put a painting of Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. but all the heads have been replaced with my head. That's very funny. People will be like, "Wow, this guy, we got a funny president." Yeah, I would be the first funny president. Have we had a funny president before? I don't know. People always say Obama's funny. Obama's funny, but like he wasn't. He's like... also he's very like just like how just. Everyday funny. He's not actually funny. Yeah. Uh, I would be, like, cracking jokes during the State of the Union. Uh, I... Hey, why why is everybody so worried about Iran? Iran's so far away. Fuck seagulls. That's how the song starts. Is it really? Yeah. They play Uncle 108. No, no, no. Twice no, no. You're thinking of, it's like. Yeah. This part is right. You don't have to sing it. Yeah, it's painful. I think. Okay, yeah. All right. I would um, also have um, just a lot of busts of. Butts. Butt busts. Yeah. Very funny. Trick them. Super funny. Trick them. I would have big screen TV, every gaming system. Oh, whoa. We so finally can... elected a gaming president. <laughs> the first gamer president? <laughs> I... <laughs> I will fight for gamers' rights. Oh, my God. They have too many. They have too many rights. We, we need, need to, to take them away. Yeah. I will fight for 60 FPS in every major... Triple A release. What the heck? He's speaking another I language. I will eliminate loot boxes. 
Yeah, I hear that's controversial. No more day one patches. What? Release the game when it's finished. <laughs> oh, I understand that one. That's funny. Whoa, day one patches? Yeah, so you bring your game home, you pop it open. First, got to wait for it to install on your system. And that then it's like, here's hours. a new then it's patch? Like, here's another three-hour patch so you can even play your game. Yeah, no, truly, release the game when it's ready. Wow. Right? If your game's not ready on the release date, then your team's not um, up to snuff, I would say. Well, actually, that's we don't want to go down that path because there's actually a lot of um, messed up labor practices in the gaming industry. Oh, because dear. that are driven by these hard release dates, um, and so people are putting in ninety-hour work weeks and stuff. Wow, I it's hope that big, doesn't happen to any of the people well, working on Sims Four Seasons out June twenty-second. It's something We're sponsored I'll deal by with the Sims when I'm the first gamer president. That's what you're going to solve first. And also, they won't call me the president; they'll call me Master Chief. I will. That's a gaming snipe character. You. <gasps> no, I won't. In a game or in real life? Uh, can I? Like, I could play a game. You'll, you'll, you'll snipe me when I'm doing a political speech, and then an announcer will come on the screen and say, Ultra kill! <laughs> Headshot! <laughs> That's pretty dark. It's very dark. dark. That's the darkest. We got a little we just dark, did a joke everybody. about you shooting me. Yeah, little dark. Little dark. Sorry. Okay, let's We're go doing on the next question. fine. That question was after, how are you doing in your dating life? That's a good point. Let's, Sorry, everybody. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Okay. How do I maintain professional relationship with X? Uh-oh. First, a prelude. I've been best friends with this girl since freshman year of high school. Over a year. We had a try cool, dating dude. for three months, but it ended badly because depression on my end messed me up. I didn't Ooh. read that part of the question. I'm sorry. Um, it only got worse. When my friend told me she missed me, I believed it and messed up what was left beyond repair. We are like strangers again. I've accepted this. I don't want to be friends with her anymore. However, just today I was offered a VP position at a political club with the catch I would have to work together with her. I really want this position for my application, but I don't know how to approach the situation after such bad fallout before. I included this question because this guy is like, how do I maintain a professional relationship with my ex? They're 16 years old. Yeah. Well, he's trying to be the leader of a political club in his high school, so this is very like... It's very, yeah, it's very, uh, what's that movie? Election. Election. Never Starring seen Reese it, Witherspoon, but... Matthew Broderick takes place in Omaha, Nebraska, filmed there. Chris Klein, local Omaha boy. Wow, I didn't know that. That's incredible. Um, I say go for the position. Like, high school's already awkward, so you'll just get through it. This could be a big scandal, though, in the political club. Yeah, people will definitely talk about it and love to talk about it at Perkins late at night with their friends. Yes. What you need to do is you need to get up in front of the political club and give a speech and say, I did not have teenage relations with that girl. A lot of presidential humor in this episode. The Bill Clinton, uh, Monica Lewinsky scandal was the first news story that I remember happening. Like, I remember watching on the news... I remember, like, they kept mentioning a dress, and I was like, I was like, why did they know what dress she was wearing? Oh, they knew. <laughs> and then, like, a couple years ago, I was like, wait, like, what actually happened? <laughs> like, what the heck? Yeah. That was like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay. I got a couple things to address. Address. Number one, 
Which is a more famous dress, Monica Lewinsky dress or the gold and white blue and black dress? <laughs> uh, the Monica Lewinsky dress? Probably. I don't know about that. I'm going to disagree and I'm going to say the other dress. Number two question. But in like five years. Yeah, still same. Oh, wow, same really? Answer. Okay. What's, what was my next question, though? What were you talking about, Clinton? Monica, first news story you remember? Uh, yeah, I don't remember the. What was the Clinton. first news story you remember? Well, that that really deep, deep, rich comedy vein of September 11th. For our you were in podcast. fourth grade. Yeah, it's the first big news story I remember. You were like nine. Yeah. I was. F- you don't remember like Elian Gonzalez? I do remember that actually. Okay, I do remember <laughs> yeah. that. Yes, I specifically have this, like, vivid memory. <laughs> of him in the closet? No, of, like, watching the news about it while I was in Milwaukee visiting family. Okay. I have this, like, very vivid memory of that. I don't, I just want to be like, what the heck? Let this poor child live here. Yeah, that was a wild, yeah, wow. That is, okay, so that is the first one. Okay. And then 9-11. No, I won't. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a great... Um, I don't know. Topic. It's interesting. What news story did you remember first? Yeah, no, yeah. That's very interesting. I agree. I need um, to start working on that book idea I have of... What's that? Talking to people, baby boomers, and asking them where they were on the moon landing. Oh, that's very cool. I know. Just collect oral history of that. That's really good. it's really, really interesting. That's a really good Because they idea. all know exactly where they were. And they're going to die soon. You better get that on paper. I know. I need to get this book published. Yes. What are you going to call it? I don't know. I think I'm just going to call it July whatever, 1969. That's pretty good. What about this, though? Landing. That's what you call it. That's all right. Oh, I mean, it's... I don't even have first draft done. What about this one? If you steal my idea, I will literally come and murder you. Oh, God. You've been threatening a lot of I know. violence in this I episode. Know. So Have you been playing too many video games? As Game playing... of President. <laughs> I've just been playing The Sims, and there's no murder in The Sims. There is. I can murder my Sims, but I don't. Yeah, you're murdered by the unseen hand of God in The Sims. Sometimes. I tried to set my Sim on fire. Can Sims kill each other? No. You can, like, download, like, a mod, Mods. but I don't want that one. It's grim that someone is out there like, I gotta watch these Sims kill each other. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, program a mod. I, like, watched some YouTube videos of it. I was like, this is... That's even is... grimmer. You're watching Sims snuff films? Well, I wanted to see what it was like. I was curious. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Oh, my God. I was curious. That's very dark. It's not that dark. It's pretty dark. I don't want the mod. I'm not interested. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to the next question. I love this question a lot. This is from user Addie Lane from the Dating Advice subreddit, uh, who asks, Is airdropping things to strangers a good way to meet people? Oh my god. I see the same people on my public transportation commute every day. Is it a fun, not weird icebreaker to airdrop things to people? And if they open and laugh, then it'd be not weird to ask them to hang out? (laughs) There is a psychopath (laughs) riding buses in some city in America. Airdrop? Did, When's the last time you used did, AirDrop for anything, let alone to meet people? Well, one time you were asking what the Wi-Fi password was, and I was like, let me look at it. And then my phone was just like, do you want to share the password with Anthony? That's different, though. That's helpful. AirDrop is just like, oh, here's a funny picture I found. I'm going to AirDrop it, and anybody in the vicinity can be like, 
Let me get that. Let me check it out. Did did we have a question where someone was like in a car and saw someone like cute and was like, should I have airdropped them my number? I don't think so. No, I think I read that in Cosmo. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't I don't remember a question like that. But hey, just... why don't you just like talk to them? If you want no, to no, talk no, to no, them, no. I'm gonna stop this. But you, of, yeah, you ride public transport. Right I don't. Because this, I, I told my sister about this question, and that's what she said. Just talk to them, and I said, if you talk to people on the bus, you are also a psychopath, and you should be banned from public transport. <laughs> I love that. that that's why like I get an... on the bus. I put my headphones in. I turn my Nintendo Switch on, and I play Enter the Gungeon until I arrived at my location. Enter the what? Enter the Gungeon. It's a bullet hell shooter, roguelike. Very difficult game, but I'm a very good gamer, so I'm really good wow. at it. Wow. I'm just looking at my airdrop settings. and you Any, Has anybody airdropped anything good? No. Well, I don't even know how to get to airdrop on my phone. But it says that, like, I have it automatically set to contacts only. Oh. That's weird. It's, it's literally insane to have it let everyone send you an airdrop. That's true. Airdrop. It's also weird because it does say there in the fine print that if you use airdrop, you are a psychopath. Oh, That's how do you strange. even get to airdrop? I have no what idea. What does it even look like? Don't, don't go, don't. It doesn't matter. I just want to airdrop you things now. What are you going to airdrop me? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Quit, quit playing with your phone while we're doing the podcast. I'm, I haven't touched it the whole time. You're, you're touching it right now. You have it in your hand. Oh, that's what it looks like. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. It's out of my hand. Okay. Don't um, airdrop. Don't airdrop anything to anyone on the bus. Yeah. Unless it's a written statement saying, please don't speak to me while I'm on the bus. And, like, what would you send them? A funny pic or a, a meme. funny meme, I think, is what they're SpongeBob saying. SpongeBob meme. You gotta love those SpongeBob memes, folks. There hasn't been a good new one in a while. The Chum Bucket Krusty Krab one was the most recent one I saw. That's, like, two months old now. I know, but I'm just saying that's the most recent one I saw. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just updating you. Yeah, that's that one's pretty good, but... It's over. It's over now. It must have been a good meme, but it's over now. What's that song? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Don't remember. All right. Okay. So, it's a song. It must have been in love. But it's over now. What song is that? I don't That's gonna know. That's going to bother me. All right, let's get to our last question here. This okay. comes from user RPK Yusuma or RP Kusuma or something, some way to pronounce that. All right. From the Dating Advice subreddit. Is it weird for me to be attracted to someone I used to babysit? Oh, God. I'm 25, turning 26 in October. She's a close family friend that I used to babysit her a lot in grade school. I first met her when she was six, and I was around 13. Oh, God. I haven't seen her in years, and her parents invited my family for her 19th birthday party. Mm -mm. I'm walking around the party Mm -mm. trying to wish her a happy birthday, and I saw the most beautiful woman Mm -mm. at the party. I was in shock when she noticed me right away, but when I found out that it was her, I suddenly felt weird. Yep. I realized what I was thinking, and it felt like I got attracted to my little sister. Yep. Now I'm conflicted. If I've seen her for the first time, then this wouldn't be a problem. Is it wrong for me to feel this way? There's a lot to unpack here. Number one, yes, it's absolutely weird for you to be attracted to someone you used to babysit. Like, no question about that. Because you used to babysit yeah, them. that's really gross. You used to feed them the puffs. The puffs that kids eat? Puffs? What? You know those puffs that kids eat? No. 
I guess probably not six-year-olds. Like, really young kids, they eat those puffs. Oh, like puffed cereal? That's cereal. No, but it's not cereal. No, no, it comes in like a tube, and it's like puffs. It's like flavorless, but it gives them all the nutrients and vitamins a kid needs. Kids are eating the fanciest food now. Just give them some plain Cheerios. God. So right off the bat, that's creepy. Yeah. Second off, if you're a 25-year-old. Yes. That means likely, not everybody, but you're probably a college graduate. Yes. And you are attracted now to a person who just graduated high school. And I know that it's only a couple of years, but that wigs me out hardcore. And like when you get older, like when you're in your like 30s or like even like late 20s, it doesn't matter that as is fine. much. But, but like when you it's are, like they're fresh out of high school. You're at such different points in your life. Absolutely. That what could you even have in common? Oh, the fact that you used to babysit her. Hey, remember when I used to babysit you? I, uh, that's so crazy to me. It's really crazy. The third thing I want to address is he says, uh, or I don't, I actually don't know if it's a guy. They say, I realized what I was thinking and it felt like I got attracted to my little sister. Yeah, probably that's not okay then. Yeah, bud. why are you into that? Hey, hey dude. Probably. <laughs> I'm like surprised that by what I don't know. This is no, never mind. Okay. Ew. Yeah, it's really weird. I Um, I I'm trying to think like the closest to my age that I used to babysit for, and it was I used to babysit one Nathaniel, my little brother Nathaniel. Shout out Nathaniel, you definitely don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, Nathaniel, come on. <laughs> um, I used to babysit for his family, and so the boy was Nathaniel's age, and then he had a little sister who was like two years younger than him, and then like a little brother was like, um, like five. But like I'm three years older than Nathaniel, so the closest I ever babysat was three years. Sure. Which, but, like, those three years make a difference when you're babysitting age. Like, when I'm 13. Yeah. Well, also, like, I I don't think the age difference is the biggest issue here. I think the biggest issue is that you used to babysit them. That's not, like, a funny, like, ha, 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 ha. It's, like, really gross. How did you guys meet? I babysat her. No. You'll be arrested and sent to hell. They'd be like, who's your new boyfriend? My ex-babysitter. They'd be like, oh, God, I wish we could go back in time and fire him. Horrifying. I think the reverse, though, is probably quite common scenario, right? Where you are find yourself attracted to the person who used to babysit you? Yeah, because you're always like, you know, they're older and more mature and interesting. But that doesn't mean they should and date like you. it's a power thing. It's like they have power over you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's got to be some sort of psychology reason behind that. Freud would talk about some whatever. Freud. I call him fraud. (laughs) Oh, nice. This is some psychology humor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I'm glad we just completely dragged this dude for being a major creepoid. Did everyone else say he was a creepoid? Uh, It's certainly not weird. That person's wrong. Wrong. Just like childhood friends. I don't say anything weird about this. You both are not blood related. Wrong. Wrong. No, it's definitely not wrong. You're both over 18 and not that far apart. It is, however, a little strange considering your history. Yes, correct. Okay. Maybe for your own sake, you shouldn't consider a relationship a possibility. Agreed. So that person's right. There you go. 
Just because you're attracted to someone doesn't mean you should date them. Wow, that's a really good point. Like, this this situation, okay, fine, she's, like, really attractive. That's not, there's no one being like, you find her attractive, you must date her. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I don't know. People are very dumb, though, so. People are very dumb. Don't date anyone you used to babysit ever under any circumstances for any reason. There you go. That's it. Stamp it. Ka-chunk. It's got the Stop This Podcast seal of approval. Ka-chunk? <laughs> is that what a stamp sounds like? ka <laughs> What is that? It's like one? a really big stamp. Like that... a cartoon stamp, maybe. Yeah, like, like when a... they're stamping in library books. Ka-chunk! But where did the two sounds come from? Ka-chunk! You're thinking of one of those that, like, clicky stamps. No, I'm thinking of the rubber stamps. That doesn't make... It just goes chunk. Ka. One of the two noises, because it just hits it. The clicky stamps make two noises because it makes contact and then it clicks down. Uh Uh-uh. I think I'm right. I don't think you're right. Anyways, (laughs) that was our last question, so let's wrap up the podcast. Um, This has been Stop This Podcast, I Want to Get Off. Uh, You can email your relationship advice questions to getoffpodcast at gmail.com. You can submit them anonymously at askfm slash stopthispodcast. Uh, we are on Instagram. At Get Off Podcast. Please follow the Instagram. I am very bad at the Twitter. Yeah, we got to step up our Twitter game. What's yeah. the Twitter? I think it's the same as the Instagram. Let me just check real quick. Okay. It is Stop This Podcast. It's not the same it's as different. Instagram. We didn't really get our brand identity That's locked down. That's our fault. So follow Stop This Podcast on Twitter, Get Off Podcast on Instagram. Um... Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and if you like the show, leave a review and tell other people about it. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Jordan Gatesmith uh, for letting us use his song uh, Told You Once by his band Howler as our theme song. Uh, we just saw him. He, his, his new band, Wellness, just played a show in Minneapolis at First Ave. It was very cool. It was very cool. Uh, Wellness Rules. And I don't just say that because I'm a friend of Jordan. His band is super, super good. It and is. You should all check it out. Check it out on Spotify. Check wellness. it out on Spotify. The album's called Mall Goth, which I feel. What's your favorite wellness song, Genevieve? The one that's like... Brown, 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 brown. That's not a... I don't think that's a wellness song. What do you... No. Uh, uh, what do the lyrics go? I don't know. There's that one I really like. Are you thinking of Mostly Blue? Maybe. That's the one I like. I think that's my favorite. Oh. Anyways. I don't know. I thought I... Hmm. Just check him out. On, check Wellness out on Spotify. Yeah, that's my better everybody. Uh, so until next time, uh, I am Anthony Brousseau. I'm Genevieve. Um, I'm still um, in my dark phase. I'm the witch in the world.